Hello everybody, welcome to Dulce America. My name is Bing Futch, thank you very much for joining me. This month, June 2022, we're taking a good close look at Melody, where it comes from, how it's used, and what we can do with it and learn from it. Uh, we are already looking at our intermediate level episode for you guys, and if you haven't taken a look yet at the beginner level episode, go ahead and take a look at next week, or last week rather, before we move forward, because this whole month we'll be focusing on just the melody, and then in the month of July we'll be taking these tunes and adding harmonies to them as we begin to flesh out our, uh, what are we calling this spring and summer? The spring and summer of foundational love, or something like that. Okay. So today we are going to be intermediate D-A-D tuning. We're going to be in the key of D major for a great, great piece of music called Waltz and Matilda for all you Aussie fans out there. Once again, we're just going to be playing the melody and focusing on the melody itself where it comes from. And that's going to be in the key of D major. We're in the key of D major. That's two sharps, F sharp and C sharp on the staff. We've got seven notes in the D major scale. Okay, D, E, F sharp, G, A, B, C sharp, seven different notes, and then D, there's our octave above D, where we began, we can do the exact same thing on the bass string, D, E, F sharp, G, A, B, C sharp, D, and we can do the same thing going across the strings in a box. The box we're going to be using is going to be open through the third fret, draw an imaginary box around those frets there. Start open one, two, three on the bass string, and open one, two, three on the middle string for another D major scale. D, E, F sharp, G, A, B, C sharp, and D. So we know all the locations there for our quick locations for our D major scale. Now let's take a look at some other stuff. The thing, the thing about the scale notes is those seven different notes are the rule book for creating melody when you're playing in the key of D. Now we can go outside the key and we can borrow notes from other keys to make things really interesting. But if we're going to stay within the key and play diatonically, those seven notes are our only options. Now you might think that's not a lot right off the bat, but when you think about all of these wonderful tunes we have that don't have accidentals in them, that means that these are all songs that are staying within the key and only using seven notes for their melody. You can make them long notes or short notes. You can pitch them in a number of different ways, so it may be only seven notes, but you can also play them over the course of a number of different octaves. The Mountain Dulcimer itself is capable of playing three octaves fully. In fact, let me do a two octave D major scale and then let's see how far I can take it up the fretboard here. There's the first octave, there's the second octave, there's the third octave, and I can get the, the first three notes of the four, four, fourth octave. You can get seven full octaves on a piano. Uh, guitar off the top of my head, well, you can get a lot. <laughs> In any case, I'm not a guitar player, so don't ask me about that. But we can get three octaves here. That's pretty good. That means that we can play a number of different permutations. We can play a number of different versions of those notes. We can play a lot of different versions of those chords. And that does actually give us a lot of room to work with. All right. 
Now, the one more thing I want to mention here is about those notes. I mentioned this to our beginner level students last week, and we will be covering this a lot more when we actually get into harmonies. But typically speaking, if you're writing a song and you've got the melody flowing around, let's say you're writing it in the key of D major, so your first chord is probably going to be D major, and you've got that melody that you're going to write over the top of D major. The D major chord is D, F sharp, and A. That's the three ingredients you'll find inside that chord. To, find, to have a melody that's going to be happy sitting on top of that chord for a long time, you want to use notes that are actually in the chord. Now, any one of those notes, any one of the seven notes in the D major scale will work over the top of D major. But if you want a note to hang out and chill with D major for a long time, it needs to usually be a note that is actually inside the chord. So either D, F sharp, or A. You can use uh, E, you can use G, you can use B, you can use C sharp as a passing note over the top of the chord. But if you want to hang out there for two beats, three beats, four beats, and sustain, it really should be one of those notes that are actually inside the chord. The reason I'm really overemphasizing this is because if you are working with only melody and you're trying to figure out what the chords are, the melody will give you a big clue. Because if it's using what we call chord tones, then you can look at those tones and go, oh, well, I'm playing a lot of D, I'm playing a lot of A, I'm playing a lot of F sharp, so this must be an underlying chord of D major. Ah, oh, but wait, now I just hit this note, G natural, and now I'm playing a lot of G, and now I'm playing a lot of B, and hmm, those sound like I might be shifting now to G major as a chord because the melody notes have shifted as well. It's something to be aware of and something to think about, especially now when we're about to walk through Waltzing Matilda for the first time. Take a good look at those notes that we're playing, and you're going to see a lot of D, a lot of F sharp, a lot of A. And as we start to move around between chords, then you will see some other notes pop up. Let's go ahead and take a look at it. All right, so we're going to start off like this. We're going to start off with our F sharps. here to our chorus. melody by itself. Something about melody that I find very interesting is that the very best melodies don't need any accompaniment. 
the best melodies are the ones that we are very content to whistle or hum, and they're so wonderfully phrased and composed that you can actually hear the juicy chord movements as we move along. That is one of the tunes right there. It's a great, lovely melody and uh, one of my favorites that's out there. So, let's do a little bit of an analysis and see what we're doing here. What are we working with? We start off with F sharp, which is the major third of D major. We're starting off with a D major chord. So there's a lot of hanging out in D. We're hanging out in D for a very long time. So you got F sharp, E pops up a lot, but we don't hang on the E for too long, you know? We've got a lot of D, F sharp, B comes along. As you can see, we're using lots of the notes of the D major scale while we're playing over a D major chord. Waltzing Matilda does not change up. It's not a fancy chord changing boisterous number of any sort. It's a la da da dum D up to A back to D then G go back to D then back to A it's really one four five, you know, one four five being D major, G major, A major. Da 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 dum, da 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 go to A, back to G. So a lot of the notes are going to be favoring the D chord because we're hanging out with D for the majority of the tune. So if you were not familiar with this tune, and if you were not provided with the chords, what would be your big hint that the chords are changing? When you're starting to see more E, when you're starting to see more C sharp, when you're starting to see more A, well, not necessarily because A is in D major, but definitely C sharp. The writer here seems to be leaning towards using the major third of a chord as a big sticking point. So C sharp is the major third of A major, so if C sharp pops in, that's probably a good indication that you're going to be moving to an A chord. But we're not there yet. We're going to be doing that next month. So, instead of waiting until next month to figure it all out, hopefully check out the rest of this month's Studies of Melody for both the advanced and all skill levels, and then we're going to come back to Waltzing Matilda in the month of July this time we're going to add chords to it and look even deeper onto how this whole thing comes together. So thank you very much for tuning in and for sharing this musical moment with me. Please do watch the rest of the episodes in the month of June, and I'll be back with more very, very soon. Thanks, everybody, and thank you to my patrons. Mwah, 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 mwah. It's all you guys. It's all you guys. We'll see you soon.